Sometimes life feels out of our control. We get stuck in trauma, old patterns, and change feels out of reach. Sometimes it feels like fate. We want to help you break out of old, unhelpful patterns and become healthier. We're fate resilience, taking control of the outcome. With licensed therapists, Jennifer Oxford, Taylor Madsen, Haley Mayer. Out of a crisis response, I'm starting it right now. And that's a whole different way of starting it than I have ever before. So this is there fun. we go. I'm, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> I'm always like, well, or welcome. And yeah, anyways, um, instead, I just went right into it. We are talking more about uh, motivational things that make us motivated. Um, and today we are talking about the benefits uh, that motivate us, uh, essentially like the external internal benefits that are going to motivate us to make changes, motivate us to continue to do change um, instead of the idea that we talked about last time of I am running away from something. It's the idea of what's drawing me towards that final area that I am working towards, right? What is drawing me towards the end result that I am desiring? Um, and so there's a lot of places we can start with that. I think just alluding to the thing we did last time of, if you don't have something that you are looking towards, I'm also thinking about like in dance, if you're doing a pirouette or a spin, if you do not have a set landmark that you are looking at, you get dizzy or you fall off balance. Kind of like when you're stretching at the gym and you're on one leg, you don't want to look all around. You need to look at something that is standard um, that is not moving. And then you're able to do things to, you know, have more balance and essentially the benefits that can happen of the end result of like what you're working towards for motivation. That's that thing. It's the thing that keeps you grounded. Um, and that's the end of our podcast. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thanks for covering all of that. Hey, awesome. Everyone else is like, is she the only one in the room? That's how a lot of people feel when I talk. Um, what do you guys want? <laughs> I think that um, wanting something is often thinly veiled by what we covered in the last podcast, which is avoiding something, you know, fear or pain. I think we see this a lot when people try to go on a health journey and they say, I want to be more healthy, but really it's just very thinly veiled of, um, I don't want to be the way that I am anymore. And that's such a fine line for some people that it's really hard to get to the place of I'm trying to get this benefit. I'm trying to be healthier. Um, and and I think a lot of times people really are trying to want to be healthier, but there's so much shame uh, that they're trying to avoid that I think maybe the pain and fear is the greater motivator sometimes. Mm -hmm. Well, and even as you're saying that, I think the other side of that is that we might have competing benefits, right? I love the post that I see when people are like, I want to exercise and eat healthy, but I also want a cookie. Right. And, and let's be honest, who doesn't? If if working out was the same as eating ice cream, I would be Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> right. And and that's and that's very real. And when you if we're talking about motivation, you might be dealing with competing benefits. And if that's the case, give yourself some compassion and work on saying, okay. One, one might have this type of benefit for me and one has this type of benefit. And I've just got to get really honest about which one I'm going to go for and not shame myself when I say, you know what, this is the benefit that I'm going for right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you'll, 
much more likely to accomplish your goals when you're honest with yourself. And like in the last podcast, move towards a better motivation. Just start where you are because honesty will help you more than trying to fool ourselves and say like, no, I, I really just want to be healthy. Like, no, it's okay if if we're starting with multiple things that are motivating us and we just continue to work inward and outward. And it's okay to like, just be honest and be like, you know what? I really have no desire to do this. I'm simply doing it because I know in the end, this will be healthier for me. And I really would rather die, right? Like I don't want to do this, right? I would rather go through any other trial than this thing right now, right? And I think it's okay to be honest with it and just be like, but I'm doing it because I was told that it's healthier and I need to do it, right? You hear that with people who are on, you know, TV shows about health, or you hear that about people who um, sometimes taking job opportunities, like I would rather not, but I'm going to, because I know in the end it'll be better. Um, and it'll be something that'll help me succeed in my overall goal. And so it's okay to recognize too, that the overall goal is maybe different than the step I have to take right now in the sense of this isn't the nice little feeling of, we think of like motivating because of good benefits. It doesn't, it isn't going to be fun all the time. So it's okay to recognize the not fun part can also be a step towards the overall goal of what I would like. Well, and one of the things that you're touching on here too is the short-term, long-term benefits, Mm -hmm. right? So if we're going to talk about positive benefits, we've got to talk about there are short-term and long-term benefits. The other opposite of that or the other side of that is there's also short-term and long-term pain. Yeah. Right. And so if we got really honest about why, why are you struggling with this thing, you know, will benefit you. It might be because of a pain response. Um, Mm -hmm. I know um, that right now I'm going through a lot of big changes in my personal life and I am planning (laughs) just, just a couple, like three, um, (laughs) and and three beautiful chaotic changes. Yes. Three. That's right. But what I'm finding is that everything is harder as I brought everything, everything, (laughs) I brought three new things in my life. And that is the benefit of that right now is what I'm choosing versus like the comfort of the control and chaos and time freedom that I used to have the the control versus chaos and time freedom that I used to have. But it's a very, it has to be intentional. I have to choose either I'm going to focus on this transition because it is a transition or I'm going to shame myself about not being perfect mm-hmm. and luckily I know enough about shame to say that won't help me <laughs> I think the first time I was actively working towards some like a big long-term goal was when I was working to become a therapist because elementary middle school high school that wasn't a goal for me it was like it didn't occur to me that it was an option not to go to school. Uh, it was like, back in the day where we had truancy officers and things like that. Well, and I didn't even know about truancy officers. like Because you weren't thinking of leaving school. Yeah, like it, yeah. it just like you wake I up. I also what you knew do, about can... truancy officers, Haley, just so you know. I, I knew of them, but I I mean, for me, I, I was not in a household that not going to school was an option. And the idea of skipping without people knowing was... And going yeah, like to the school would fall and you know, right, like get your ass kicked or go to sociology or whatever. Oh, you have to market explicit now. No, you're fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
whoopsie. I did a whoopsie. We get the whoopsie jar. Um, Without even yeah, so... warning Rachel to turn it down first. Yeah, no, you're good. Hopefully she's not listening with the kids. Well, you're bringing about this um, idea of like choice. Yeah, right, eventually yeah, came like, to college. You can't really have a choice when you're not really aware of your choices. And I'm not saying I was a stellar student. I, middle school, we're not going to pull up my transcripts. It was awful. Um, and I was a good student in high school. Uh, but then I knew I wanted to be a therapist. And, you know, you're paying money for college. You don't pay money for high school. And so, um, but I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. I get to pick my classes. Um, I'm enjoying my classes. And so um, I didn't take summers off. I went to summer and I, you know, people take summers off or semester, whatever you want to do, like that's your journey. I, however, wanted to get my degrees as quickly as possible because I was chomping at the bit. I really wanted to be a therapist. And it was so interesting uh, just for me to have something I was actively moving towards instead of, uh, you know, not be grounded. <laughs> yeah. I, I have felt that way too. And, and I think relationships and um, values and impact are those things moving towards those things in a healthy way are a big part of the benefits that I choose. So when I started my health journey, it was specifically because I cared about the health of my husband, not because I cared about my health and I was supporting him. It eventually moved into seeing the benefits for myself and choosing those benefits um but the same thing is is I have to I have to kind of have a vision and Taylor you talked about the idea of wandering versus having kind of a fixed point to focus on both Taylor and Haley talked about in that last podcast the benefit is a fixed point it's something that we're focused on mm-hmm. now that benefit of what we're working towards sometimes we have to remind ourselves often especially when we're getting out of habit loops that we've been in for a long time but it is something that helps when people do vision boards or um, they talk to somebody else and they share their journey and saying, Hey, I'm really focused on this. I know clients when they come in and they say, I'm, I, it's really hard to overcome this, but I do see the benefit in I'm earning trust or um, my relationships are getting better and those kinds of things. So having that fixed point that we can touch back on when they're, when it is focused on benefits, I think is really important. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people come in to therapy, at least for me, because uh, I work with a lot of couples, is because they want to have a better marriage. Um, and so they have a fixed point that they're working towards. Um, and again, the motivation often ends up changing to be something different individually um, that benefits the marriage, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but people often come to therapy for one of the first two motivations, either because they don't want to be in uh, pain anymore or because they want something different in their life. And a lot of times they have a pretty good idea of what they want to have different. They want to be able to drive without anxiety or they want to be able to navigate social situations better. They want to be able to communicate better with their spouse. They want to be able to have an argument without fighting. Um, they they come in with a pretty good motivation. They just struggle either to do it on their own or they don't know how to do it. And so they need some help working through it. And so I find the first two motivations are usually what bring people into therapy. And often, I mean, one of the 
one of the main things I work with people on is goals and values. Those are going to often be very highly linked to your motivations. A lot of people don't know what those are. They have no clue what their goals or values are. And so you were talking about like clearly identifying those motivations. They need help clearly identifying it and usually making an action plan and knowing how to apply that. And so with what you're talking about, it goes back to this idea of if you don't know what your motivation is, um, check to see if you know what your values are. Check to know if you you know what those are. <clears throat> those are usually going to be your motivators. And um, so I think this all ties into that segment too, where if you're, I can just imagine someone listening to this and being like, yeah, it is better to work for something. What if I don't know what that is, right? What if I don't really know what- Which isn't uncommon in yeah, like, life. They're like, I just want things to be better. I don't know what that would be. Then I think it is about looking at your values and saying, okay, which one of these is not quite fulfilled? What would it look like to have this value completely fulfilled in your life? What would it look like to be like, yeah, I really do honest, uh, do value honesty. And I feel like right now, all the aspects of my life are going towards that. And I like that. Um, if that's not the case, what are the things I need? And then that's what your motivation is. My motivation is to be surrounded by people who are more honest around me. Got it, right? Or my motivation is to um, be more honest with people around me when they're asking, how are you doing? And they, uh, yeah, and when they're asking, how are you doing? I want to be able to tell them exactly how I'm doing. And I want to get to that point to do it. So whatever it is, if you do not know what your motivator is, go back to values. And often we think we are farther ahead in this whole change. And we'll spend more time talking about that next time. Yeah. We think we're farther ahead, but bring it back to basics. If you feel like you don't know where you're going, it's probably because you're about 10 steps ahead of where you need to be. And you need to go back to noticing, let's just start with the very basics of my motivation. I really like, as you were, I really like what you just said, Haley, because as we were talking, I was thinking, okay, how do I bring up this concept of some people come into therapy thinking I want to, and I don't remember Taylor exactly the verbiage you used, but like save my marriage. Mm -hmm. And then we have, and that can sometimes be a fear. Sometimes it's a benefit, right? There's a benefit to not having to go through a divorce or separation of the family, but there's, it can be a fear versus moving into the benefit of, okay, now we have to go from what we're running away from, like Taylor talked about in the last episode to we're developing a healthy relationship pattern. And what Haley was just explaining is now that we've said that the benefit is not just saving it, not just enduring it and making sure, you know, we don't feel like we're afraid in our marriage, but now we're going to healthy. We're going to have to step back and maybe do some individual work to say, oh, maybe I've got to heal some things going on that are triggering some things in our marriage, or I've got to heal some things that um, I personally would prefer my spouse manage my emotions for me or something like that. Like that happens so often. And so we have to recognize that the benefit sometimes has to be reevaluated too, right? For me, um, there's two main distinctions between pain and fear as a motivation and moving towards a benefit. One is the direction like we've talked about, uh, that you're more likely to get there. And then secondly, oh, I just had a brain fart. Oh, it's the... <laughs> You want to get motivated to go towards that? <laughs> yeah, I do. 
uh, the definition of motivation between these two kinds of motivation. With pain and fear, motivation is a feeling. Motivation is fleeting. It comes and goes. I feel motivated. In Spanish, it would be the word ganas. It's like, yeah, I, I just don't feel like going to school. I just don't feel like folding the laundry. I just don't feel like going out tonight. Whereas with going towards a benefit, uh, the definition of motivation changes to a commitment. A lot of times we don't feel like going to school. A lot of times we don't feel like going to work, but we are committed to going to work. We're committed to going to school. And so we go regardless of how we feel. Mm -hmm. I I love that you brought up that word because that even just as you said that it it really helps distinguish the difference between just a, hey, I think I feel like I maybe want to go this direction versus, okay, this is a choice. And making the choice and going into the process and accepting the outcome, right? Because those are the, we did those podcasts a couple moments ago. If you haven't fully committed to the, to what you're working on, you might still struggle with fighting the process or the outcome. And I certainly have felt that way. I, there was a time in my life where I actively was working on maybe self-love, self-compassion. I don't know what I called it back then. Um, so I wasn't working on my health goals because I wanted to make sure that I loved myself. And that wasn't necessarily right or wrong, but I was committed to accepting myself no matter what my physical body looked like. Mm -hmm. Then there came a time once I had accomplished that goal that I could then say, oh, yeah, I'm good if I'm if if I am whatever weight I am. And now I can get curious and and commit to testing out some things that maybe um, can help improve my health. But the benefit they were competing at one point. Sure. Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening to our podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review. And if you want to find us on social media, we're on Instagram and Facebook at Fate Resilience. We would love to hear from you.